With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yoy! I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. Yoy and double yoy! We talking about Twitter. Ripple yoy! Think of how stupid the average person is and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quad ripple yoy! Still a football is 60 minutes. It's never going to be pretty. Throw style points out the window, but these guys are fight to the end. I believe in the United States of America, and I believe in the Pittsburgh Steelers. We want them to be fat and sassy and spoiled. Fat, sassy, and spoiled <laughs> is no way to go through life. I'm sorry, you know? For once, I'll say Tomlin is wrong, because it should have been Steeler fans are toxic, entitled, blowhearted. Is that a word? Uh, I, I I think we're going to accept it in a world where we accept uh, Fat Sassy gets spoiled. <sighs> One thing Steelers Nation will never be is happy. Well, there you go. There you go. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. That's why we're the fourth least positive fan base <laughs> On the internet, according to bookies.com. And that hasn't been updated since the uh, last couple of years now, but I cannot imagine that has changed. You know, we, uh, we're we so quick to judge Boo City, PA. <laughs> Is that our new moniker? Well, that's that's the college team, but it's the same stadium. Yeah. yeah. Same stadium, same stadium. You know, we hear so much about the Rooney way, right? About respect and empathy <laughs> and uh, compassion. Uh you know, so much about the Tomlin way where every player, past, present, and future, wants to wants to play for this for this coach, you know? Coach T, besides my Lord and Savior, Coach T saved me. But as fans, do we learn from their examples? Uh, no, we spit in their faces. <laughs> yes, we're wearing some stench right now. Uh, deservedly so. It's obvious. It's mm-hmm. obvious. So, you know, anyone who with all, you know, with your takes or your content, you're, you're just a master of the obvious. <laughs> That's all. Get out the cows. Masters of the obvious. M-O-O. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. I get it now.
so many masters of the obvious in Steeler Nation. Do these takes and opinions hold any value? Have you heard anything insightful in the past week at all? Honestly, I feel like I know less about the football game I watched Monday night after I've heard so many of these takes. Canada bad. Kenny bad. It's like Frankenstein's monster out there. On the... oh, I find the same quality content in my yard from my neighbor's dog. <laughs> You know, it's what Jin's talking about. <laughs> the conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation. I wish the conversation would go away. <laughs> I feel I, like we've been saying that for two years now. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. But this is like, you know, I, why? It's like, I don't know. This is this feels... This feels personal to me. Maybe that's why. I feel. I feel like it's like affecting me. I couldn't. I can't even. I was like trying to do my job for the podcast, and it's like <laughs> causing me pain and um and malfeasance. That's not the word I'm looking it's for. It's close enough, yeah. but I, I always worry about that for you. You know, I worry about you. The work you put into this and having to go into these. I mean, there's, uh, the fever swamp. The, uh, that's what it is as, as this you know just just these uh radiation zones i'm kyle Kreiss. i'm here with greg benevent hello on the ones and twos center fielder number 18 the san francisco treat andy van go niners <laughs> <sighs> you know i always say mm-hmm. you are the person that you tweet as that's 100 percent correct and it kind of reminds me of uh, my one of my favorite poets, Ray Davies hmm. of the Kinks. Okay, and the song "Strangers," and it's like, hmm. you know, strangers on this road we are on, mm-hmm. but we are not two; we are one. Mm. But you know, we don't act as one as Steelers Nation. No, you know, when there's two footprints in the sand, when there's one footprint in the sand, that's when the Steelers are carrying us. Right, or or we're definitely ju- or we jumped on their back. I mean, it's one of two. Like, yeah, just like hanging off of there, like pounding on someone's head. Yeah, we make this team uh, our whole identity. Our, you know, especially <laughs> you, these tweeters online or these you know content providers. Uh, your whole identity is Steelers. You would think that uh, you know you would. You'd be the second footprint. But I think that's just it, though. I think you kind of hit on, you got halfway to something there. It's, yes, the team is their identity, but not, it's not that the team's their identity. It's criticizing the team. That's the identity. The t- identity isn't the team. It's uh, making negative of it. <sighs> and, ne- and lots of negative made is of this show. Okay. Let's get to the tweets. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think this should be start and end of the whole show right here because this okay. is really what was what went down. At yes. Kyle Woodward, 15, Kyle. Mm-hmm. This Steelers-Browns game has been one of the most violent games I've seen in a while. These two teams are beating the absolute snot out of each other. Some of the hardest hits I've seen in a while. This was hard-fought yes. AFC North. It reminded me, well, this isn't AFC North, but it, AFC Central reminded me of the Jags. Uh, Steelers games of the like Fred Taylor era um, just like foot this is what football fans should be appreciative of these kind of 
hard knocks type of games. Oh, I'll even, I, I, for me, I thought of the games with the Steelers and the Ravens and the odds, or even the uh, two, you know, a couple times, the, the perfect Bengals games, where it's, <laughs> you know, frankly, these games were built on a kind, this game was a kind of violence that the league has been trying to legislate out of existence <laughs> now for about a decade at least. This was for old school fans, but you wouldn't know it because that was the only tweet that really appreciated... <laughs> Really appreciated the violence. <laughs> the that true bloodlust that was on display Monday night on ABC and ESPN Plus. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the rest of the takes. <laughs> uh, starting with, for once, I agree with the evil genius uh, mm-hmm. at Mark Madden X. Mark Madden, our glee in people getting fired and wanting more people fired doesn't say much good about us. <laughs> I am all for this, Mark Madden. It's like. You know, would you, I don't know. It's like, do you want your coworker that you sit next to every day, even if they annoy the hell out of you, you want them fired? Do you want, you know, would you tell your kid uh, <laughs> if they were being, you know, dumb in class? Like, yeah, you're fired. Uh, you know, it's just, I don't like the trend of uh, of wanting to fire anybody it, it, it it's never it's not a positive thing and you can tell it is by the way you react even when like you, you feel it like there's times i get frustrated watching the team and i think oh get rid of canada and i think wait a minute that feels wrong in my chest that feels bad to me and also by the way with men even if he's uh double reverse trolling here this is a good point <laughs> i'm kind of i'm on the i i'm on the the bandwagon i'm off off the bandwagon i'm <laughs> if if art or if art and Coach T says he stays, then I say he stays. I don't, you know, like, uh, fire, you know, mm-hmm. just like with anyone we've seen, you know, if mm-hmm. uh, Kendrick Green, you know, hey, mm-hmm. I was with him until Omar Khan said, yeah, we were not with him. Okay, now mm-hmm. I'm not with him anymore. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But as long as he's representing the black and gold, then he's part of my team. Then you want to see him succeed, which, yeah. is, the, which is the meaning of being a fan, is that you want to see people succeed when they play for your team. That's that's fine. It, uh, no, that that makes sense. The idea, uh, and these people, a lot of things that we're going to counter today get perilously close to it and also go over the line of wanting to root against uh, the team simply to be right. They're, yeah, well, that's true. They're, you know, they're rooting against because they don't know. They have another, no other insight. <laughs> and we'll get, we'll, we'll get through. Listen, you know, listen to the people who know, and we'll get to. There's a, only a few. There's only a few. We'll get there. We we can't get too long today, can I we? Know, there's just I okay. Know. Um, how about at gridiron underscore boy eight clayton gurdon if matt canada is the oc next year i'm finding a new team find your new team now turn in your towels turn in your t- if that's your thing if it's like oh this guy isn't I'm not fun. turn in your town now right or even just move out of western pennsylvania uh I-, I do like that this person added the hashtag at the end of it because they needed to broadcast this opinion to as many people as possible well that's how i found it if you're uh, not no, using- no, no, that's, that's, so if you want to say these things and please do this for his own mental health do not include the hashtag so Kyle cannot find you and we cannot put you on the show I yeah I searched the hashtag Steelers <laughs> even though you know some social media expert was like oh the hashtags don't mean nothing anymore well I don't know that's, that's how we found this genius yeah, yeah. Um, alright well okay let's just get away from pure emotions and let's get to some stats mm-hmm. at sharp football Warren Sharp Steelers have gone 53% run on first and 10 or second and 8 and more this is despite the fact 
that he's running, Canada is running into loaded boxes of 54% of these snaps. Running running back runs on these downs, 12 rushes, 3.8 yards per carry. Matt Canada is a disaster. Well, I'm not, a, well, I am I am pretty good at math, but I look at all this and <laughs> it's like, right. oh, 53% of the runs uh, into loaded boxes of 54%. What sounds like we're pretty balanced then. 50-50 is, uh, is balanced, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly not, I mean, it's not 60-40 uh, or all that, but I, I it's what I have seen, not from the fans this week, but have from the players, each of them to a person saying, wow, this isn't good enough. I mean, even Kenny saying that on Wednesday about we don't have an identity. We need to go find these things. That 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 feels like that's enough castigation for me. We've moved beyond the uh, having the stench on us, and there's still some stench you mentioned, or Tomlin mentioning the weighty downs, which sounded like some kind of British product. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but so I I these the the the. the it's the running game. I, I hate saying the eye test, but the running game looks bad. I mean, it. it <laughs> and like, that, I mean, that's no, no one's surprised, right. you know, like no one's defending any, you know, exactly. it's like we see it. It's like no first downs in the first quarter yet. Mm-hmm. Negative seven yards in the fourth quarter. Duh. Mm-hmm. It's duh. It's like all, uh, you know, the cream. no, not the cream. <laughs> Mas- masters of the obvious. Let's get the moose out. <laughs> It's obvious. Do you need to tweet? I, you know, I've gone through a thousand tweets this week. Do you need mm-hmm. to? How many tweets does it take to say that the, the offense hasn't been good? We all saw it ourselves. And also, too, it's also, so the game was Monday night, and here we are on Thursday, and you're still tweeting about how bad the offense is. Like the offense didn't get worse on Wednesday morning. Like yeah. they didn't, you know, they didn't have, they didn't convert again on Wednesday night. Like, okay, all right. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, this. Yeah, I saw this graph. I'm glad we're here to explain this. I know it's bad, but uh, understanding the badness. I'm glad you're here to break it down for me. At Renegade Adam, Adam Steele, never seen anything like this. Mm. All right. We've got the graph. Uh, What do we got here? We've got passing and rushing efficiency. Uh Um, Every team in the NFL... In one quadrant, and uh-huh. then is it even on camera? The Steelers are way... I don't know if they are. Yeah, if you can't... And I I have astigmatism, and I'm not wearing my glasses so as to be more attractive on this podcast, but I can barely see the Steelers on the graph myself. Like, they are at, <laughs> almost at the 0.0 establishing the axis. This, yeah, this is... this is neg- It's like negative 1.2... EPA per play dropback. Drop I think back. that's passing. Okay, and then it's also a negative, almost a negative yard in rush EPA per play. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're off the charts, and um, we're still one and one. So <laughs> if anything, I take it. I take this graph, and I say, look at you, NFL. Like we're still in the mix, despite being pretty much. Um, Mendoza. Mendoza? I mean, it's. All, I mean, it's a good thing the logo is a circle because it makes an O. Like it establishes the zero down in the corner. Oh. And, um, but I think this is. Look, this is something for them to grow from. I mean, the idea of them being much worse isn't necessarily uh, possible. I mean, they could be. I mean, they could certainly do more turnovers. But you know, the one thing that even the haters, as as uh, legion as they are, kind of did admit the offense uh, did look marginally better against the Browns again, in large part because they couldn't have looked much worse than they did against the Niners but they did I mean there were the long plays there were a few uh, some of the Warren runs even another Najee run so I mean it's the, the progress is not enough this team has so far to go but uh, perhaps programs are in place to purchase peril from our day 
He can keep my tombstone or whatever. I'll take the W. Taking the W. Mm -hmm. I don't care what graph uh, you make. Make a, make a bigger graph next time. <laughs> okay. How about at Scott Caxmar? Scott Caxmar. enemy Moore. Monken. Hell, Brian Schottenheimer. Bill O'Brien. Nathaniel Hackett would be upgrades too. Keeping Canada might go down as the worst mistake in Tomlin's career. I mean, I'm having a hard time thinking of too many Tomlin mistakes. Well, we've talked about this. Whatever the biggest mistake of Tomlin's career is, it's probably something we don't know. Like, it's something <laughs> that happens behind closed doors. It was someone they didn't sign, someone they didn't draft, something they could have done and chosen not to. I mean, it's not impossible that keeping Canada might go down as the biggest mistake in Tomlin's career, but that's in large part because uh, Tomlin has a pretty fair amount of career left. Yeah, I mean, you know, how? why? Because we didn't win a Super Bowl last year with a rookie quarterback. We didn't win a Super Bowl in Ben's last year where he was, uh, you know, a, a strong wind away from being knocked out forever. Um, you know, I it's like, I, I just, uh, uh, it's hyperbole. It's hyperbole. And, I mean, what about any of these names for offensive coordinator? I mean, I'm a Penn Stater. I don't want Bill O'Brien. No. Um, I mean, Biennemi was did a marvelous job in Kansas City, and uh, he has the commanders playing better than most could have imagined. But, I mean, it's, again, uh, it's probably easier with Mahomes and Kelsey. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to, is there any Canada defenders? Yes. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> The Fridge 53, Kendrick J. Green. People blaming play callers when they don't know a damn thing about football in the first place. It's crazy laughing my ass off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I like Kendrick Green coming to Canada's defense. <laughs> He's not coming to the defense of the guys he used to play with in this comment. But hey, but I mean, but no, I mean, it's 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 Kendrick Green was, I mean, what, Canada was the one offensive coordinator uh, Kendrick Green had. It, um, and I mean, regardless of whatever you think of Canada or any offensive coordinator this point is correct i mean no matter what team you're in for no matter what i mean it's it's i i, I know things when I, I when i see football when i see this year's offense i'm like ah i know that's bad i don't know why and then i read the comments afterwards and i know even less about why it's bad <laughs> well it's not just kendrick green uh who's coming to canada's defense let's hear straight from current center mason cole Oh, my God, would the technology ever work? Let's listen to current center, Mason Cole. I just don't think we're executing. I think uh, what? game plan-wise, we're great. The runs that we're calling are great. Um, we're not getting the exact looks we want. We're, uh, we're just not executing. Um, there's not much more to say than that. But. The play calling is great. It's not the scheme. It's just not executing. And, and that, that's taking responsibility. Yes. And I think that that is more accurate than anything that – the, the guy sitting in the 300 levels uh, with his big hat. Does he wear the big hat in the booth? I, uh, I, I mean, that'd be something if he wore the big hat. I'd kind of be surprised. Um, but no, I, I, no, Cole's right. And Cole is a leader on this team, is, is particularly a younger team. And I, you know, and Cole, uh, I think Cole believes that just from having seen that clip again of um, his reaction to the, I want to say the second Chukes false start uh, in the first half. That was a man who was upset about the execution in real time, if you've seen that uh, replay since. And it's not, it's not just Kendrick Green. It's not just Mason Cole. I heard uh, Warren on his podcast say it's not, you know, it's not uh, Canada. It's us. <laughs> the backup running back has his own podcast on this team. That yeah. says a lot. Yeah, I've heard Cam on his podcast mm -hmm. say it's execution, not coaching. Right. I heard Ike Taylor on his podcast yes. say, uh, you know, it's uh, it's not 
sure, the offense is not performing, but it's not. You can't put all the blame on Matt Canada. And that's team. also what Tomlin's saying with all that talk about the process. Tomlin sees the process every day. Tomlin is maybe more involved than he's been in the past. I, I that's sort of what I kind of got the implication from his comments at the press uh, conferences. So yeah, so I so uh, I, you know, all these guys working together should figure it out. It's just uh, they haven't yet. Oh gosh! Let's quickly. We're going so long. Let's. Uh, we're already so long. How is it? Let's quickly. Uh, let's talk. Well, you know, we got to talk. Uh, mm-hmm. We got to talk, Kenny. Why can't I find the uh, there? Oh my <laughs> God! They killed Kenny! You bastard! Okay, let's quickly go through some of these Kenny takes. Ugh. At Triggered Wise, Tyler Wise, this Steelers team is going as far as Kenny Pickett will take them. So far, that is nowhere. Actually, I think, you know, that's what we thought in the preseason, but I think they're going to dial it back maybe to last year's offense where it's not going to be whatever Kenny does leads us to victory. It's going to be uh, game manager Kenny. And uh, Well, I mean, that makes sense. I I, I kind of wonder how much of it they haven't done already. That would have been the uh, what to do after the uh, Niners game. But um, but I, I, I agree with it in terms of the entire context of the season. I don't I, I think you're right about like the next, you know, handful of games. We know the Steelers look at the season in four game chunks. They've always done that. So at least under Tomlin. So the idea of, yeah, that they, that they don't need Kenny to carry them through every four game chunk, but on a long enough timeline, he's going to have to figure it out. But that timeline doesn't, it doesn't have to be figured out by Sunday night in Vegas. I just felt, you know, game one, it was like, we take, we're going to win the toss, take the ball, come oh, out, yeah. throw it. That's all over with. And now it's yeah. like, okay, we're going to, uh, yeah, why don't we see what happens at the half? We'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll carry through maybe some ball control. And it's, and if, you know, if they could get any kind of running game going whatsoever, that would certainly help Kenny quite a bit. Um, all right, how about He's heating up. something a little hotter, Colin Dunlap <laughs> at Colin Dunlap. Kenny Pickett deserves no more benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Uh, what does that even mean? Does that mean that we're putting Mitch in? I don't mean not sure. I, I'm not sure what that means either. I, I I think Colin has already seen ahead to the future where his team is uh, two and uh, fifteen and drafting the kid from USC. Uh, I'm not sure where Colin is on this. At, uh, well, let's even get hotter. Once they move Colin to uh, evenings, by the way, he got a lot hotter on the takes. Did you notice that? Right, well, there's a whole drama. I think that's a, <laughs> we could go into yeah the so-called it's a different fan. show. Different show. Yeah. Um, how about uh, how about this for a hot take at Butthole Sports? Butthole Sports. <laughs> Let Kenny Pickett cook, and it's a picture of raw beef sandwiched in between two uncooked Pop-Tarts. I mean, I have to appreciate this just because somebody went to the trouble to put this together and take the picture. Like, it's disgusting. Like, I'm not even looking at the picture on the screen. I'm looking at you so as not to make eye contact with this atrocity. Yeah, that's. Uh, but it's a good. But I mean, it's a good side gag. It's a good joke. It. I mean, yeah. I guess if you're butthole sports, right? Um, I mean, I, I, yeah. Butthole sports is not here to give me a precise analysis. <laughs> Let's move on to at C Adamansky Trib Chris Adamansky, so-called insider Kenny Pickett NFL ranks among starting QBs passer rating 29th. QBR, 30th. Completion percentage, 27th. Yards per attempt, 26th, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. TDs, 26th. So you're telling me there's some quarterbacks out there worse. Than I, I thought these were. I thought Kenny was going to be like 32 across the board on these, or like at least in the 30s. The fact that only one of them was in the 30s is, um, is there. I mean, and the other thing that surprised I, the one, I mean, not to defend Pickett's performance, because it's been poor across two games. One thing I did not know, the Niners are probably the best defense in the league. That's certainly very plausible. What I did not know until after Monday night was apparently the Browns are up there in like 
defensive statistics too, which I would not have had. Like also one of the league's top defenses, which uh, I I did not see coming. All right, so you know he didn't urinate down his leg. I mean, man, it's a great place to begin, right? I mean, come, you know, he might have if that guy had caught the interception on that first pass in the second half. That might have been urinating oh, down the leg. That one to the sideline, the, right, the one, oh. the one where the Browns guy just like looked around, just like shell shocked. They didn't catch that, and I couldn't believe it either. Yeah. Right, uh, okay. Enough, Kenny. Let's go on to the O line at. Brioni Boy 12, Gern Blanston, former worst take of the year recipient. Oh, okay. Cole is getting punching glove emoji. Okay. Chooks <laughs> playing like he's in a wheelchair emoji. Moore is a sled emoji. The Samoan guy, he's just MIA. This is the worst Steelers O-line I've seen since 1971, and it's not close. Wow. Uh, I mean, uh I do think a, there might be the problems with the O line might be one uh, A with yeah. with maybe Kenny, but um, the worst O line since seventy one. No, what, no, what no. We, I was trying to think of some earlier. We were talking about this. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I, I perhaps it's too positivity, but I mean, it, it's hard to remember now for those of you that are younger. But they used to criticize the O line that won Super Bowl forty three viciously. I mean, the only meme my father ever sent me in his life was uh, Willie Colon celebrating on the sideline. He had his arms raised in victory, and someone had put in between his hands the words "Despite me." Oh, <laughs> um, and when we were trying to figure that out, what was it? Um, Max Stark. That's yeah. That I thought it was Stark. Sean Mahan, which I still don't know how to pronounce. That was Cologne. Wasn't. Uh, Stapleton on that team and Kendall Simmons and uh, yeah, Kimi Otu, I think it was, but I mean, it, and that line won a Super Bowl, but they weren't good. And um, no, there's been a lot of bad O-lines. I mean, the one, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think the O-line is the biggest problem right now. Worse than Kenny, worse than Canada, although it's all bad. I mean, that's the one thing that made me get, maybe I'm being a little optimistic because last year the O-line did get better. I mean, that was one thing that appreciably happened. It took a long time for them to figure out whatever it is you have to figure out as an offensive line, but they did it eventually. Uh, this looks a lot like the way that O-line looked early last season when they also couldn't figure it out in those first few games. You're exactly right. Yeah, that's right. Um, we just dealt with this a year ago, you mm -hmm. know, and of course... Uh, Yesterday is a hard word for right? me. <laughs> so hard to remember our our uh, history there. Um, shoot. Let's let's uh, try to let's go through some of these quicker. Okay. How about let's move on to Ugh. at Joseph Money seventy three. Joseph Money Steelers twenty twenty four draft round one O line round two O line round three O line. Uh, is that is that where I mean it's week three? Are we right? Gonna... <laughs> this is the first one. This is the first draft. I mean, I I can't believe it didn't happen after the Niners game. I really can't. But this is the first draft tweet. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when it was round one cornerback, round two cornerback, round three cornerback, <laughs> round one defensive line, round one defensive tackle. It um I mean it it again. The, the, I mean, I want the Steelers to win for so many reasons, not the least of which is that I don't want either of us talking about the draft until at least March. If, yeah, at least uh, at least f f yeah, it's February. <laughs> yeah, March, March would be fine. January, anything uh, other than soon. <laughs> yeah, anything after week eighteen <laughs> is. Uh, um, okay, this is a first appearance. 
for oh, no. this uh, at oh, Steelers God. Legends. Steelers Legends. Mike Munchak maybe returns in 2024. <laughs> That's right. We, you know, the, the fix is getting Mike Munchak back. We couldn't get him last year. <laughs> we couldn't get him two years ago. Just let the poor man be with his family. He's done his duty. He's done his job. It's going to be 30 years from now. We're going to be on the moon. And they'll be like, can they resurrect Mike Munchak? Can they get a hologram of Mike Munchak to coach the O-line? The AI of uh, right. can get a robot with uh, AI Mike Munchak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you can have that. the AI look like he did when he played as opposed to when he was the old man and coached. Yes. Uh, one last thing on the O-line. Let's mm-hmm. end on a positive note. At MP Fraser, mm-hmm. Mike Fraser, Miles Garrett was made a non-factor again by Checks Notes, Dan Moore Jr. again. Now, PFF gave him like... You beat me to it. A yeah. zero or something. Right, like, and gave Garrett the highest grade of any player in the game, 91.3. But watching that game, I sure didn't... Uh, I sure wasn't cursing Dan Moore's name. I didn't, in fact, I don't even, I didn't hardly see him at all. Well, I think that's, I, I think, and I could be wrong about this. Maybe the, I'm, I don't mean to give PFF or Miles Garrett any uh, credit whatsoever. Maybe they're going it by running game, but, but Garrett didn't have, he had one tackle. So it's not like he was in there blowing up Najee uh, six or seven times. Yeah. So maybe the run blocking was bad. I know the run blocking was bad because it was all bad, but the pass blocking, particularly in terms of Miles Garrett, who's still probably a Hall of Famer, uh, was very good by Dan Moore's standard. I, I Again, that's how I watched the game. I thought, ah, Garrett didn't hit Kenny. And then I read the grades the next day and I knew less about the thing I had seen with my own eyes. I'll take the grade every week right. if, uh, if it's a win over right. For the divisional opponent. Exactly. And again, maybe the best pass rusher they still see. The rest, now that Bosa and Garrett are both, well, they'll see Garrett again. But, you know, I, I, that might be the best ones they get this entire season. You know, uh, I'd say what you will about Dan Moore, but he might have the... Uh, the he might have it. I don't know. He's not... Uh, he, they're not benching him this week, I don't Chukes think. Chooks might not have the Gabagool. <laughs> more, more jokes might go to Chooks' side. Getting false starts at home. I, yeah, I, well, I remember two years ago uh, that was his problem. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, well, all right. Let's get to the second half because mm-hmm. we've been, uh, we've gone long, as always. Coming up in the second half, hey, we're, the blame game isn't just Canada and Kenny. We're going to blame Khan. We're going to blame Art Rooney, too. <laughs> Can we blame the defense? And then I'm going to tell you why we really won. Oh, all, good. All these hot takes about why we lost, then I'm going to tell you why we won. And that's coming up in the second half. Stay tuned for these messages. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. 
No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. It's the second half of what you're talking about. We've gotten the anger out of our system. Actually, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I don't think we've got one podcast that's going to get the anger. I just want to see. I would just. Uh, I guess it's going to take some wins to see yes, uh, social media. It's turn always around. going to take some wins. Or if they start charging for Twitter, and then I'll just move straight to <laughs> full time on Blue Sky and Threads and whatnot. Okay, um, we're not just blaming Kenny in Canada, and I'm still not. I'm not. It's going to take a few more weeks before you put my coach's name in your mouth. So who can we blame? Corn. Let's go back. To the mad genius, Mark Madden X, Mark Madden, blah, 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 Canada. 60% of their starting O-line is backups. All of their inside linebackers are backups. All but two of their D-backs are backups. The Steelers also play as soft as puppy crap. But Canada, Canada, Canada. Um... Uh, does he have a point? Is it is it Khan's roster? Did we get, the reason we got all these players is because they weren't going to be starting anywhere else? Ah, uh, they definitely were to be starting somebody else. And I, I I wonder about this tweet about all the inside backers or backups up until the moment Cole Holcomb knocked that ball loose. Yeah, that was a pretty starter capable play. It um I I. And I also wonder if maybe inside linebackers kind of like offensive line and then it's going to take these guys a minute to get it together. But um, this is what happens when you sign guys from outside. I mean, this is how it's a different process. It's not the old Steeler way. It maybe takes a minute for these guys to get acclimated. The Steelers might play a little more soft than we'd hope. But again, this was the most violent game you're going to see until at least the next Ravens game. So Yeah. And, you know, they brought up, they finally, all the fans should be happy, they finally brought up 300-pound Brendan Fajoko, <laughs> who's just going to stand there and uh, stop every run. I, 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 I just got to stop uh, Josh Jacobs just by being big, presumably. And, I, you uh, know, that's still, you know, it's... Uh, it's gonna. It's a long time without Cam Hayward. That's my mm-hmm. biggest fear. It's like, man, even if this offense gets it together, um, November is a you know Thanksgiving oh, yeah. is a long time away from now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, so. yeah, no, it's gonna be tough. There's no doubt. Um, oh, how about some? Is this? I don't even know if this is con or more Tomlin at Tommy Jaggy. Tommy Jaggy. It's time to rip the Band-Aid off. Bench Levi Wallace. Promote Joey Porter Jr. Bench Dan Moore Jr. Promote Broderick Jones. If veterans aren't performing well, don't stick with them. Pittsburgh needs any spark they can get. Um, it, you know, is is that the solution? You know, getting these rookies. I don't. You know, I remember a time when rookies hardly played. Troy Polamalu hardly he played. played his first season. It, uh, no, I think. It, this is the kind of thing where I think the Steelers in their evaluation and Tomlin and the rest of them don't just look at Sunday. They look at the rest of the week, too. And that's where this and that's where I think a lot of this is coming from. I They did have Joey Porter Jr. play certainly more in this game, which I'm sure we're going to talk about in a minute. But uh, but yeah, and eventually Wallace is going to be replaced by Joey Porter Jr. Is it going to be this soon? I don't know. It, and I don't know that Dan Moore is going to be replaced by uh, Broderick Jones. It might be more replaces Chooks, who then Jones slips 
into that other spot. So it, uh, I, I, I can see. I don't know. I, again, I, I kind of wonder if maybe they had lost this game, if maybe these changes would have come sooner. Because we have seen now that Tomlin, when he feels this team is maybe going to lose this season early, will go to a more dramatic change than usual. We saw that last year when he went from Mitch to Kenny in the middle of that Jets game. So that's why I'm not as totally uh, off the idea that Tomlin could make a big change. But uh, I think winning allows the band-aid to stay on a little bit longer. That is a reasonable expectation. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like if you think they're picking on Levi Wallace, if Joey, wait till Joey Porter's in there, they're definitely going to be picking on him. Absolutely, I mean, uh, uh, right. And eventually he's going to, you know, mug somebody when the ball is catchable as opposed to that uncatchable pass at the end. Um, okay, well, okay, if it's not, uh, if we can't blame Con, <laughs> who else can we blame? How about at Blitzburg still won Big Ben's burner. The Chief, he's probably rolling in his grave right now after seeing what today's Steelers look like. AR2 sucks. Now, I mean, you know, if you really want to be a dipshit, it's like, <laughs> let's go straight to the owner, AR2. You know, the truth is... I want to see if you beat me to my point I'm about to make. Go. Oh, well, no, I don't think... I, my point is, yeah, I think if the Chief was still around, I think he would laugh at all this criticism. I think he would even laugh at the term, the standard is the standard, because whenever they ask the Chief, well, how do you put together a dynasty? How do you win a Super Bowl? He says, it takes a lot of luck. He's a gambler. It takes a lot of luck. So, uh, what's your Chief? My point was, <laughs> did you have any idea how bad those teams the Chief put together at the beginning <laughs> were? From, like, 1933 to 1970. How awful... <laughs> Of those teams where the Steelers scored one touchdown in the playoffs in 30 years. No, I don't even think they scored it. That's right. The immaculate receptions, the first touchdown. They went to one playoff game where they were shut out in the first 30 years of their existence. The Chief would think, wow, these guys are amazing. This is a great, this picture of the Chief looks like he's looking at this man's tweet while yeah. someone explains to the Chief what Twitter is. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, well, if the Chief was around today, he'd be on those FanDuel commercials like, place your bet today. And uh... There are some stories. I won the Steelers with gambling money. Yeah, like, maybe inside info. I don't know. Maybe I went, in, uh, maybe I went to... Um, more, who's the uh, Giants owner? Mora? Mora, yeah. yeah maybe Mora. I got the tip from him about who was going to win, and I used that to buy a team. I don't know. We accept Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. And, um... Okay, well, can we talk about... We always focus on off... Oh, gosh, wrong sign. We always focus on offense. Let's talk defense. At Cincy Suave to Santori Miles. Minka hurt himself playing dirty. <laughs> you know, it's... Um, this was my favorite take of the week. Uh, it reminded me a lot of, you know, he got chemo von Olhoffen is what happened. It's... um. Uh, you know, it's not. It wasn't a dirty hit, but it's the consequence of of you know hard play. Just like when we took out Carson Palmer. I see, you know? I think this is even way way less. I didn't think I was fine with the Von Olhoff in it, and I think this is way way less than that because again, this is a running back. It is a running back who is well beyond the line of scrimmage and driving for the end zone. You can be a big, tough guy, and people are going to go at your legs. There's nothing illegal about that. There's nothing wrong about that. That's how you would teach an eight-year-old to tackle somebody. What you're upset about is that Chubb got hurt, which yeah. sucks, because Chubb's probably the game's best back and really good dude, according to everybody. This is a bad thing that happened. But if you tell yourself that Minka was uh, uh, did this a dirty hit, then you are trying to assuage the uh, psychic pain of that. I somewhat resent that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, 
even Ryan Clark, who's not afraid to criticize, mm-hmm. came in uh, at real Clark 25. Ryan Clark, this is dumb. It's just football. No way Minka intended to do that or can anticipate it. I think mm-hmm. Vince Williams said the same thing. Yes, he did. Vince Williams said, hey, tell your kid not to play running back. I think yes. it was his take. So. Exactly. And it was because well, someone that should have known better jumped in. I believe it was that Nate Burleson that said, like, oh, this looked like a dirty hit. And it's like, what do you have with any of this? Like, a wide receiver, very good one for a long time. And again, another good dude, Nate Burleson. But uh, no, that is, uh, you let your emotions get the best of you. You know, um, it's even like, I can't, I like, yeah, I can't even think of what, how. What but this was my favorite dirty. take because this is the rest, this is like Hater Nation trying to deal with another Steelers win when they felt the Steelers didn't deserve it. That's what you this whole thing about Minka is. Well, it was certainly the turning point of the game, I think. And Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people could talk about like, oh, if Chubb stays in, they win. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Chubb might also fumble. Also, the other guy ran wild, too. Yeah. He didn't run as well. He certainly had that amazing touchdown, which I think uh, brought the Browns back into it. But um, but yeah, the idea that, you know, it's, ah, oh, they didn't deserve to win because Chubb got hurt. Have you watched sports before? <laughs> A kind of celebration of ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's keep these hot takes on the D coming. At Jay Hartman underscore Pitt, Jeff Hartman, whoever let Deshaun Watson block them on that play should be cut immediately. And it was Minka Fitzpatrick. Yes, I remember <laughs> that. It was Watson's a big dude. I mean, he's not like a small man. That's easy to forget. That, uh, but yes, that was that was also not good. That 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 was. I know. I, we're talking about the long run by the other back, right? That was it, the long run. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, I know they blame Wallace for that afterwards, but uh, but yes, the idea that you know you got blocked by Watson and didn't drive him into the dirt. But that's also the one where Minka hurts his chest for good, right, and gets pulled out of the game and goes to the hospital. So yeah, that was. You were talking about a play where everything goes wrong. On it that's it right it's at first you're like oh we got we got good penetration right. awesome and then it's uh, like oh he cut back oh there's no no one right there. and there's Ooh. no one over that way and now corners aren't catching this guy well yeah that's the thing now levi wallace said he ran more in his life than any other game or something <laughs> but uh yeah i don't doubt it who's our fastest i mean do we have a speed guy on yeah the it's james day? pierre on teams watching that play <laughs> for the thing because they were worried that watson was going to pass um how about let's get some at Michael Pope 0909, Michael Pope, Patrick Peterson is the new Artie Burns waffle emoji. I don't know. Is that a waffle? Toasted. Oh, toasted. I'm thinking. Oh. I know. I th- I'm thinking. I don't know. I, I, I'm i trying. I'm giving this person the benefit of the doubt in their waffle. How are you evaluating uh, Pat Peterson Well, I mean, so the far? right analogy, if you're going to say is the new Artie Burns, it's the new Donnell Wolford when they brought in a big cornerback <laughs> from uh, another team that didn't end up panning out. I mean, it's he's not been what he's not been uh, the Patrick Peterson that people watched for years in Arizona. I don't know if he's been quite as good as he was last year in Minnesota, but um, but it's it's disconcerting to see him get uh, beat as much as he has. But again, I like to think that these guys are going to figure it out eventually. A guy that's 33 years old in the cornerback, I'm not as certain. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, I feel like it's Joe Hayden's last year. If he can just give us yes. two games where it's like, oh, he had the game-winning play. Right, where then, he makes yeah. that tackle <laughs> yeah. like against the Titans, where Hayden held that guy by like a blade of grass from converting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, let's get even harder. He's heating up. At T. Tuco, Thomas Tuco, Wallace out there looking like Lima Swede. That's not even the same position. How did you make this analogy so badly? I think he dropped, he did drop a pick in the end zone. 
Yeah, but that's point. not the... <laughs> Limus's biggest drop wasn't in the end zone. It's the AFC title game against the Ravens. He, he dropped it so badly he hurt himself in the play. But no, I mean, it's it's there are so many bad Steelers corners you could have gone to, and you chose a wide receiver. This is... Even if I agreed with you about how bad Levo was looking, he did look pretty bad. And a lot of this... I, I cannot give you any credit for picking the wrong position. I think he's going to step up. I think he'll I think he'll bounce back. If he said that this game was so much running... Because, you know, I thought, oh, I'm on tumor is he going to be like a um like a decoy because he can't mm. cut with the bad groin so mm. he's just going to run right he wasn't really a decoy he, he no he looked very stats. good Amari cooper did so um if he you know wallace wanted an iv after the game so yeah. that's how he drained he was so i think he's gonna bounce back well i, I think know. if nothing else honestly like Najee and jalen having more joey porter jr out there can help levi wallace too so he doesn't have to run all around western pennsylvania and um, how about the hottest take? Finish him. We'll go to <laughs> at Linder Show Miami, John Linder. Steelers' worst cornerbacks in the NFL for about the 10th year in a row. <laughs> what? I, I'm thinking, I can't even, 10 years ago, 2013, I don't even know. Uh, oh, is that, is that Cortez Allen? Was that, uh, who was on that team? Was that, when was Antoine Blake? Because he was a fighter, <laughs> but not very good. At, uh, again, I know I shouldn't say this, but it, it, this guy, this guy's Twitter icon looks like he's here to give me dating advice. <laughs> like it's, I know that's not what I should say, but still. But no, I mean, but corners have been a problem in Pittsburgh in the first place. That's why Levi Wallace and Patrick Peterson are here because they couldn't draft and develop corners like yeah 10 years ago we've got Antoine Blake Curtis Brown uh Damon Cromartie Smith wow. uh Shamarco Thomas uh, in that in that so okay so that this guy might actually have pre- I mean I don't know the, the 10 years ago they were pretty bad I mean I don't know this is that I mean there were some there were some better years in there than that but I mean it's uh, uh that was that was pretty bleak 10 years ago we haven't really drafted I mean besides Porter what's the highest draft Artie Burns was a first round Artie Burns is a high draft pick the uh the kid the gr- family grew up Browns fans Michigan State didn't pan out it was uh Lane at uh he yeah it was whatever his name was that he was a third round pick Curtis Brown was a third round pick at uh, I mean they've drafted them in the middle rounds it's just been uh, very bad i mean just in joe hayden years weren't horrible uh, no but again that's just it to go draft joe hayden the guy yeah. that was what the sixth overall pick or something when he came when he went to cleveland um well let's talk about it we talked about it a little bit but how about <laughs> at jazzery football jpa football mm-hmm. true or false this pass breakup by joey porter jr should have been called pass interference he got a you can't see it in this picture oh no he rips his shoulder he got a little off. Yeah. yeah he got a little jersey there but uncatchable ball i uncatchable mean it's ball? the only thing i could see if you wanted to argue it was a holding call and a five yard penalty automatic first down i could see that argument but again it's this play is not why the Browns lost this game. If this had gone the other way and the Steelers lose and this penalty and it goes against it, you can't say it all comes down to one penalty in the end. I'm sorry. This Again, this is the world trying to deal with the psychic pain of the Steelers winning a game they don't think they should have. And what was he? They, they they did give up a like a third and long at one point. Who was that on? I think that was on Levi Wallace. Though. That might have been on Levi Wallace. I mean, it, yeah, there was. A, yeah, or no, there were actually, few. they were playing like a weird. They were playing like quarters, and then the linebacker was supposed to play the the um, mm-hmm. the sideline. I don't know. I'm not one of those experts. <laughs> um, is that enough to say about? Oh gosh, how about something positive about mm-hmm. the defense? Because of course we've got at popcorn giggles, <laughs> Ben. 
TJ Watt may go down as the greatest stealer of all time. He's incredible. So even though Highsmith was Defensive Player of the Week, mm-hmm. Watt was certainly uh, a force to be reckoned with. Absolutely. And Watt called Highsmith over for his post-game interview. I thought that was a very nice touch. Yeah. And I just, you know, I was the first to say that TJ Watt uh, is on pace to go down as the greatest dealer of all time. So. Uh, he's going to need some rings. I mean, it just gets to go by the Hall of Fame uh, argument. I mean, TJ should get, I mean, they're great players get into the Hall of Fame, even without rings, but to be in that greatest stealer thing, I mean, you you know, with the, the, the standard being the standard, you kind of have to win some championships for that. But certainly plausible. Okay, all right. Um, all right, let's talk about why we really won mm-hmm. because you know everyone wants to Kenny Canada blah, 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 blah. but mm-hmm. let's talk let's talk facts mm-hmm. why did we really win first up yeah. at Wiz Tim 55 Scarecrow best game of Percy Harvin's career mm-hmm. four punts inside the 10 yes. and the key hold on a bad snap yes. for one of uh, Boswell's uh you know field and this is might be uh, we might be saying this for the next 15 weeks, is that field position is going to be a game changer, especially with the de- relying on defense. You know, it might be Percy Harvin, team MVP. And he was incredible. I mean, it's, and especially on a week where he was challenged by his coach in the press conference. How often does that happen, that you are personally called out for a poor performance by your coach, and then you go out there, and then you're the hero? I mean, this, was, it, it, this game justified uh, drafting him. It really did. I mean, it's because you saw so many people say, oh, this was why we get $70 million to Highsmith was worth it. Okay, this is why a seventh-round pick for Harvin was worth it. And the one kick that was, like, literally out at the one, it was like, Straight oh, out bananas. of a video game. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it looked fake. Like, it, yeah, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> May as well get it in there. F- finally. Um, Why else did we really win? At Blitzburg. Blitzburg. Browns fans burning the terrible towel. <laughs> Steelers better show up tonight. <laughs> don't. When are they ever going to learn? You don't mess with the terrible towel. The, I mean, it, back to TJ Hushmanzada. <laughs> back to uh, Lendale, Lendale, Lendale White, White for the Titans. You mess with the towel, you get the horns. I mean, look, I, there's a lot of football teams I hate, and I've certainly <laughs> said and done things I regret, but I can't imagine, like, all right, I'm at this game, I'm ready to go. Let's set something on fire in the parking lot right by my car before we go in. Preferably after uh, I and the people around me are drunk. And, and that means you had to buy a terrible towel. Right, exactly. Yeah, they don't just give those out. I mean, for those of you that aren't actual Steeler fans. At, uh, mm-hmm. um, why else did we really win? Oh, at I Smith KDKA, Ian Smith, the Pittsburgh Pigeons were back at Acrosure grabbing a pregame snack of seeds on the stadium turf. I think we're 3-0 and now when the Pigeons hit the field, starting back to last season. So the seeds are the seeds that are actually supposed to grow the field? What seeds are they eating? I don't know. Okay, because it either means, A, they're eating the seeds that are supposed to grow this field, where people have been getting injured, or B, somebody's like, all right, let's get the pigeons back, throw some bird seed out on this professional football stadium. I find the former easier to believe than the latter. Right, it can't be, I mean... It can't be they're putting bird seed out there. I mean, just for the bird seed. That's preposterous. But if it's grass seed, I mean, how, you know, it takes a while. Grass seed doesn't grow overnight. So, I, I mean, I, I guess, but I also assume there's some kind of necromancy that goes on with the people. That, no, seriously, they're so good at doing uh, turf professionals. I mean, it really is an amazing science If uh, that I obviously get bored about reading after 60 seconds. But, I mean, it's really an intricate thing. Well, why else did we really win? At Carter Critiques, <laughs> Christopher Carter, Renegade, strikes again. It did, it did. So we're, I mean, we, we, we're still unsure if they played it in game one. I don't think they might have. I, they shouldn't have. So, uh, you know, Renegade is, now it didn't lead to a three and out, but it did lead to 
TJ's, the daylight, the touchdown. TJ's yeah. touchdown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and, and, and games that are especially big or especially uh, going badly, they'll play it twice in the uh, fourth quarter. But this one, hopefully, they didn't have to. It, uh, they definitely play. I think they just played it for the one that led to the touchdown. Um, was there any other re- one more reason why we won? <laughs> one more reason at there Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers. Looking Michael good. Keaton in the house. Looking good. The Batman. pride of Castle Shannon. Yeah, right. He does. Uh, he does look good there, and he looks better than he did in Flash. <laughs> oh, dude, I hated. Flash. I know. My mom and I made it halfway through it, and we turned. We saw him, and then we turned it off. Yeah, he was the best part of Flash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can't lose a game with Michael Keaton in the house, right? He <laughs> the Pirates come... have done it enough times. You don't have the Steelers don't have to do it too. I think the Pirates won when he was. Oh, did uh, they? Oh, thank, oh, thank goodness! Yeah. Thank goodness! But you know, he doesn't come to every. G- you know, he's like, no. He's the. Is he the? Bi- he's got to be the biggest Steelers celebrity, right? Uh yeah, he's still bigger than Joe Manganiello. Yeah. At, uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I mean, tech, there's that weird, remember the tweet with Rodney, Robert Downey Jr., where he was like, I'm oh, here with Jack Lambert's cousin, I'm yeah. s- I just sent the shield to Cam Hayward, yeah. and we're all like, what? Like, but he's, but he's not, but those, but Manginello and Keaton grew up in Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. certainly did not. Keaton has been repping Pittsburgh since the Lee, Jim Leland era. Right, so, exactly, if not yeah. even earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that we just need, you know, keep the celebs coming, keep them in the house. Um <laughs> Um, geesh, I guess we haven't talked about it yet. I'll just give one tweet at Sanders underscore Zach Zach. So the Warren over Najee conversation really needs to start taking place. I mean, I can't, I don't, is I don't, the running game isn't anything to brag about no matter who it is. Back no, there. the running, no, I mean, Warren looked marginally better uh, just because he was something of a change of pace from Nudgy. And again, I, I get the idea. You see Warren break off the 10 yard run. Oh, you want to have him out there more often, but man, sooner or later, Warren's going to put the ball on the ground. I mean, he does, yeah. he's, he's certainly less uh, ball secure than Najee. And um, he's also much smaller man. So he's probably going to get injured at some point at, uh, at this is the thing they need to fix it uh, as much as anything i mean the running game still worries me more than uh kenny because last year when the running game was going better kenny sure looked a lot better too everything hurts yeah mm-hmm. it just hits her yeah what's this this running game could really solve all, all of our problems oh my just, word. Um, just oh, one my word. just you know just even just even be caught just be bad like it's not it's worse than bad right now if it were just mediocre they'd be wow yeah just like a third and three every now and again <laughs> or something um um, all right. Well, I think the band is trying to take the field. We got a touchdown. Yeah, people want to end Renegade, but it's like, how no. could you want to end Renegade? No, we just, no. you know, it's scientific. Because then you have to start some whole other thing. I mean, it, yeah. Yeah, how would you, like, well, yeah. It's like, it's these I know the Ravens do seven, either Seven Nation Army or Enter Sandman. And it's like, that's the two most cliched choices you could do at yeah, I think feel like every college team does uh, Seven Nation Army. You know? Right, or yeah. Anter Sandman. <laughs> um, all right, let's give the final word to trusted insider. <laughs> Kaboom! At Mark Kabali. Mark Kabali, if the season ended today, the Steelers would be the sixth seed and travel to Miami. <laughs> actually, I think he's mistaken. I think it would be Jacksonville. Actually. Oh, okay. But still, say, hey, week three, one and one, worst offense ever. Uh, you know, we're actually on the verge of the worst rushing offense since 2013. Uh, I believe it. 
Well, I mean, but I think that shows exactly how bad the Steelers have been uh, in the last uh, couple weeks is that people who certainly enjoy trolling when the team is bad now do the positivity trolling gag between Carbali and Madden. I mean, that's when those guys start speaking positively. That's a sign that things are either going very well or very poorly. You think he's just doing it to... To tick off fans? No, like, he's made this joke, but he does it. He's done it for years. This thing about it. he tells you what's going to happen. If, if you're talking about playoff positioning in the sixth seed after week two, yes, that's a joke. I believe. I'm just saying, but but yeah. it shows again. But again, it was a win, and you're and Tomlin's not apologizing for a win is the truest thing that anyone said all week. Yeah, my Tomlin eat chicken wings. He went home and ate chicken wings that night after a win. A win. I sure did. I had uh, actually no. What did I? I had uh, I had Indian food. I got some takeout. But, oh, um, there you go. Yeah, uh, but I think next week, actually, um, shoot, let's uh, let's wrap things up here oh, okay. because uh, mm-hmm. because gosh, there we go. I want to say that'll be the last time that I address it. Well, maybe not, Coach. Um, <laughs> that's what we've been talking about because you know I, we we haven't had a chance to go to the bar yet. Oh, I lost the card. I found a new Steeler hangout in, uh, oh. in the valley. Okay, but it's like I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm gonna go there. But it's like a Steeler crew goes there. Oh. I don't, you know I don't know if our bar is still. Uh, I don't know if they still have the. Right, we haven't been there since uh, December 2022. Yeah, these these primetime games in week three isn't going to be any different either. No. These primetime games... um, Mm -hmm. Uh, anyway, we've got some. Oh, we had some cool uh, emails and yes. uh, letters. Letters. Thank you so I don't much. Know, just emails. Count, that counts as a modern letter. Yeah, I appreciate. Uh, shout out to Brian and Paul, mm-hmm. who uh, had some nice. Oh, you know, people really loved the uh, song last week. You did week. a lovely job with the song. We'll to, maybe really we'll did. bring that back. Maybe uh, who knows? Um, mm-hmm. We've also got our Blame Canada stickers. If you want those, I hopefully maybe these will start going like hotcakes. Maybe <laughs> I see a lot more Blame Canada uh, little cartoony things out there now that I've put this out there. But, okay, but ours is uh, completely free. You can mm-hmm. you can donate if you want, but yeah, certainly if you want a Blame Canada sticker, hit me up on socials or email me Kyle Christ at Gmail or yinspod412 at gmail mm-hmm. we'll get you a Canada sticker mm-hmm. um, we'll say nice things about you at this portion of the show yeah but, uh, yeah mm-hmm. well, I love it maybe you can leave a review maybe hey. I know that, uh, maybe an iTunes or Spotify review might help um, or, t- or tell a friend or just get a sticker put a sticker we'll cover we're gonna cover uh, the 412 in blame Canada stickers <laughs> For positivity. Yeah. We're, one of these weeks, we're going to be blaming Canada for the win. There you go. And it might be this could be as, as early as this week. Anyway, I'm on social media. I'm on social media. I'm like Twitter. Now I'm doing threads and blue sky. Wow, you are a beast. But TikTok. TikTok is where I like to play, so mm-hmm. follow me at Kyle Kreis. Craig, where are you at? Uh, predominantly Instagram, but you can find me on other places uh, at Greg Benevent, B as in Bravo, E-N-E, V as in Victory, E-N-T. So if you're, you know, out there feeling sassy and spoiled, <laughs> uh, drop a line there to us. There you go. There you go. Entitled, toxic, <laughs> fat. <laughs> All right. Until next week when we're... Two and one? See, I'm never going to say these never things at the end of this podcast. No. <laughs> Keep listening to your coach. Be the best self. That's going to be required. Stay in school. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.